Well, folks, considering the uh, impressive performance one Nathan Peterman had this past Sunday, uh, now would be as good of a time as any to uh, bring back. It's the return of Bill's Mean Tweets. Petey Boy, start us off. All right, this one comes from the gray area. Hashtag Jay Cutler. I threw three interceptions in 17 minutes. Hashtag Nathan Peterman. Hold my beer. At Weeks 13. Nate Peterman is Casey Hayward's bitch. At Beercraft. Hashtag Bills. So if hashtag Nathan Peterman can't throw the ball, but we require a Jesus freak, Tim Tebow is available. At Thom underscore not underscore Tom. Pitt quarterbacks drafted since Marino. Nathan Peterman, Tom Savage, Alex Van Pelt. At The Mannix. Brett Hundley. Thank you, Nathan Peterman. Thank you. At T March 19. Who the fuck is Nathan Peterman? At Merciless, I doubt a baby under three years old playing Madden 18 wouldn't even throw five first half interceptions on all Madden mode. Hashtag Nathan Peterman. At DBS Porter, Nathan Peterman out there trying to win Kaepernick's collusion case his damn self. Hashtag call Congress. If a black quarterback ever threw five interceptions in the first half, He'd be converted to a white receiver at halftime and never be allowed to throw again. Hashtag Nathan Peterman. At Derek underscore 1K. Nathan Peterman, really trash. At Soul Seismic. Take heart. Hashtag Nathan Peterman fans. Seven quarterbacks have thrown five interceptions in a game in the modern era and ended up winning. Two are in the Hall of Fame and a third will be in a decade or so. Just don't throw another. No one has won throwing six picks in the modern era. At Wes Hammett, pleased that the Nathan Peterman experience went exactly as expected. At Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12. At Buffalo Bills, take him out! He needs some milk! Hashtag Nathan Peterman. At Coach underscore Dickinson, Tyrod Taylor wouldn't be having a historic day like Nathan Peterman is having. At the Weekly Whiner, Nathan Peterman? Why is my kid's orthodontist playing QB for the Buffalo Bills? At Coda Boggs, can Bills fans shut the fuck up about Nathan Peterman now? At Josh Cohen Radio, Nathan Peterman has thrown five interceptions in the first 29 minutes of his NFL career. He's playing like a guy named Nathan Peterman. At Last Word, B. Kerr, starting Nathan Peterman was fucking stupid. At Chip3719, good decision by Sean McDermott to start hashtag Nathan Peterman. Because his first choice, Johnny Manziel, was still too hungover. At Ted Hill, Nathan Peterman is performing Jay Cutler's greatest hits. At Close Lewis Jr., hashtag Nathan Peterman sounds like an insurance agent. Hashtag Tyrod Taylor sounds like a great player. Hashtag Rogue Scout. At The Real LG, Nathan Peterman had the Alex Moran dream going as a backup quarterback, and then he accidentally beat up the starter. So now he wants to be a backup again. At Saba12 underscore, haven't seen a worse QB decision since Washington started Eddie Martell over Shane Falco against Dallas with the playoffs on the line. At Kate Carrier247, Nathan Peterman wasn't the hero Buffalo needed, but he sure as hell is the one they deserved after turning their backs on Tyrod. At Brendan Mullen, the Nathan Peterman experience experiment was a lot of fun, but get him the fuck out of there. At Big Shoops, drinking game. Take a shot when Bills quarterback Nathan Peterman throws the interception. By the end of the game, you'll be as good of a quarterback as Nathan Peterman. 
at Andy J. Pratt. Which Nathan Peterman interception was your favorite? At Chef Concrepo 10. Start EJ in the third quarter. Oh, wait. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Hashtag Go Bills. Hashtag Buffalo Bills. At Albright NFL. I'm told the Bills were attempting to throw in the towel, but that too was intercepted. At GRN Eyed Bills Fan. Oh, Green Eyed Bills Fan. I'm an idiot. <laughs> This is a fucking shit show. Hashtag go Bills. Hashtag game over. Hashtag it's a damn shame. At Andy Ruther. They say the last thing Charles Manson watched was the first half of today's Bills game. Nathan Peterman killed Charles Manson. At RJ in Vegas. Tom Brady. Five interceptions since January 24th, 2016. Nathan Peterman. Five interceptions since 4 o'clock Eastern time. At Fantasy Pros. QBs with more fantasy points than Nathan Peterman today. Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Leaf, Todd Marinovich, Heath Schuler, Joey Harrington, and Uncle Rico. Go! At Barstool Big Cat, has Nathan Peterman ever held a football before today? Welcome to the Under the Hoodies Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tony DeNicola. Joined once again by my somber neighbor, Petey Stitz. It's very somber. Yeah. Um, so, your team took it on the chin last week. My team took it on the chin last week. In fact, both our teams have taken it on the chin for a couple weeks. Let's just both go home. Yeah. Let's just, let's just call, it a, call it a day. You know what? We're, you know. we're a little late. We haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks. And in that time... Um, yeah, both our, uh, our both our franchises looked like hot garbage, to say the least. I mean, um, I don't know what is going on in the Bills' locker room anymore. Um, it's in shambles, and there's just a bunch of shenanigans going on. Yeah, and so let, let's start alliteration with that. aside. It all starts with Sean McDermott, I think. Let's take a visit to Pagulaville. Let's uh, let's fire up the wagon because uh, it's not. Not so much circling. Looks like it lost. Well, I think it's. I I think the wagon's already on fire, but for the wrong reason. It's like one of the you know covered wagons in the in the. Ma, I told you not to make kindling in the back. No, exactly. You know, it's like it was. It was hit with a with an arrow with a fire tip. You know, at at the end of it, and just you know set on fire. But it was like it was one of those wagons that you see like in Looney Tunes, where it like just goes up in a split second, and there's just like little ashes that still have the outline of the wagon. Like that's what's going on. In Buffalo with the wagon circling. How apropos you mentioned a uh, arrow as well because you guys visit Chiefs Kingdom this weekend. Another team who is uh, is very on the decline. I don't know. You know, let's let's get back to the Chiefs though because I got a lot of questions about the Chiefs. Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk Chiefs when we preview that game. But but, um, we have not spent enough time just just completely demolishing Peterman. 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 Oh, Peter. Listen, man, you you gotta. You gotta eat crow here a little bit because you were you were pining for him to get the start over Tyron. I was. You were and begging you know, and for. You know why? You know why? Because you like every other typical Bills Mafia member. You love your backup quarterbacks. Yes, you love your and, Alex and, Van Pelts. 
And just you, like every you other... You love your Trent Edwards. And you love your J.P. Lossmans. You you love Nathan Peterman. Hey, in my defense, Doug Flutie was a backup and ended up being a tremendous quarterback. Yeah, and then you guys sat him for Rob Johnson. It's the curse of Doug Flutie. It's the curse of the Flutie Flakes. That's true. Listen, it's man, an eighteen-year now curse. I, I, I know, I know. Our playoff drought can can. The vote. Cubs had the Billy Goat. You guys had the flu, the curse of the Flutie Flakes. That's true. That's very true. The sour I mean, milk. It, it. Listen, listen. I, 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 I will eat. I will eat crow. Yes, I was. You I eat was, those those spoiled Flutie Flakes. You bust that box open. That <laughs> that eighteen-year-old box. That you I, pour some milk that in I there. Have and in my you parents' shower cabinet down. that's signed by Doug Flutie. Actually, wishing my family a Merry Christmas. I'll show it to you sometime. You should. Uh, I go that would this, be a great I, picture to put out on Twitter. You know what? Honestly, I go there this weekend for Thanksgiving, so I'll be sure to grab it out of the cupboard. Oh, please do. Um, but Please do. I don't even want to sound weird about this, but I need a picture of you just completely butt-ass naked. You know, make sure you cover up the twig and giggle berries. I'll crying cover, over your box of Flutie I'll Flakes. I'll cover it up with the box of Flutie Flakes. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. And I'll make sure I'm on the, the squatty potty when I send it to you. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Real quick for you, those of you listening, if you ever want to really... I mean, this isn't so much for the ladies, because you guys are a lot more mature than us fellas. But uh, if you really want to mess with your buddies, especially in a group chat, I have found that taking a selfie of yourself while you're on the toilet, especially if you're butt-ass naked, and sending that picture out to all of your friends or your contact list is the perfect way to mess with somebody at 6 in the morning. <laughs> it's got to. Uh, it's got to be that early in the morning. You yeah, get yeah. Right as they wake up. Oh, it's got to be before seven a.m. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah. Before the sun. You want comes that up. to be the first thing that they look at. Absolutely. In the morning. They don't check Facebook. They don't check Twitter. <laughs> they see a photo of you just squatting on the john, butt ass naked. Give them a little wave when you do it too. Yeah, know? and make sure too you big old smile on your face. Take it so that the photo is. You know how most people will take a selfie with a camera up high so it gets like a better angle. Take it from down low. So that way you have all the rolls going I in your I don't mid-section. understand that angle. Why does it always have to be at like that weird 45 degree angle from way up high? I don't, I don't ask, get that. Ask some basic bitch. Just go to go to Target and stand in line at Starbucks and find out. Which I do every Saturday, by the way, because I love pumpkin spice. But that's none of your business. <laughs> Alright. We've we've derailed a little bit from uh, just ripping Buffalo. You know what's derailed? The Bills Mafia wagon. Yes. I think it's off the tracks. Yes. Look, all right, back. listen. I Let me just get this out of the way. Can we break down the five picks? I was just going to get out of the way of the fact that, yes, I was boasting Peterman for a long time. I thought he looked great in the preseason. But oh, evidently. Oh, he looked great in the preseason against the second and third string. Oh. I'm doing the Jason Garrett head coach clap right here. Because that's all he's good at. So. I will. I will say this. I'm a Cowboys fan. One of the clap. one of the Chargers defenders. I forget who it was, but he actually came out during the uh, post game interview and was like, "I'm insulted that he th- that the Bills coach thought that we were soft enough for him to play his backup quarterback yeah. in our stadium road against a team. I believe the Chargers had the third most sacks in the league with third. Oh, they're they're. they're Pass rush is insane. Yeah. I mean, you got Joey Bosa and, uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Inman. Dontrell Inman, I think. No, uh, is it Melvin? Well, they have Melvin oh, I Gordon. was just looking at it, I too. Know. But those two guys, man, those those guys are, are nuts. I mean, Joey Bosa, uh, he makes, um, 
Uh, oh my god, I'm slipping on his name too. The guy from Atlanta that got six uh, six sacks on. Um... Oh yeah, the guy no one had ever heard of before the game. I've already forgotten his name too. Yeah. Yeah, the one against the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah thanks for bringing that back up. Oh, too. no problem. Hey, don't Appreciate worry. It. We'll rip on your Cowboys too. We will apparently, get to that. Apparently, without a certain. Uh, we will get to that, but let's focus Double on the... E player, you guys are nothing. Uh, I'm going to stick a pin in that. Remember <laughs> that for later. But let's get back to your Bills. Now, right. where do they go from here? Do you do you wheel out Peterman again next week? Do you put Tyrod back in? You know what? I say I say you bite it. Now, it, it upsets me that they've come out and said, well, we don't know what the situation for next There's week is going to be. There's a press conference tomorrow, I believe, at 9.30 or 9.45 in the morning. All right. And they're going to announce what? the starter. You don't need a press conference to do this. You don't need three days after the game that your backup quarterback that you you know you put know your what? faith into. Hold on. That you put your faith into and threw five interceptions in the first half of a game. You don't need to sit on that for three days and then hold a press conference and have all the photographers and reporters there. No. In the post-game interview, you say, you know what? I, I, I'm sorry. You know what? Uh, explicit warning. You go out there and you say in the press conference, I fucked up on my decision. This should be Sean McDermott talking. No bleeps, don't censor him out. Let him say the goddamn words on air, on ESPN, on Sports Center, on whatever channel it's hey, on. I, I, I can agree with you there. I mean And just let him come out and just say, you know what? what? Yes, I fucked up in the, my first half of the season, or the first, you know, uh, two thirds of the season. This was the biggest mistake I've made so far. And and I'm gonna go back and we're gonna go forward with Tyrod. Just bite the bullet. I don't care. At this point, Bills, the team, the mafia, whatever, there is no pride left, okay? There is no, well, he's holding on to his pride. He's got some... Fuck pride, man! Win goddamn games, okay? It's like it's like uh, uh, Marcellus Wallace said in Pulp Fiction. That's pride fucking with you. <laughs> Fuck pride. You might get that little feeling... That's pride. Fuck it. This is the piss and vinegar I've been trying to pull out of you for like the last three months we've been doing this together. Well, it I only, am so proud of you right it now. It only took I'm Nathan, like a proud papa. It only took you, Nate Peterman throwing five interceptions to do yeah, it. So the baby there you bird has finally left the nest. But I agree with you, man. I let him curse. I mean, if Charlie Rose, an esteemed newscaster, can sexually assault women, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Don't want to get sued, as if anybody's actually listening to this. And and by can, we mean, like, he's physically able to, not that it's condoned or that he should. Yes. Yeah. Why can't you go out and curse? Why do we have such a stigma against cursing in this country? Cursing and sex. Those are, like, the big no-nos. Hey, man, listen, all I, all I you was know saying... What? You like, know what Sean McDermott should do? Morning, but... Here's how you announce it. I'm sure he has a Twitter, or a team-run Twitter, or even go on the Buffalo Bills Twitter and just say, Tyra Taylor's a starter. Hashtag my bad. Hashtag half off. Listen, dogs. if President Trump can do it, why can't Sean McDermott? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, you know they've, they've come out and declared that, that President Trump's tweets are official declarations or whatever you want to call them. So why can't McDermott just his, say... His tweets are executive you know, orders. <laughs> yeah. You know, why, why can't he just be like, you know what? Made a mistake starting Tyrod Taylor. Hashtag FML. <laughs> hashtag SMH. You know what's crazy? You guys have lost three in a row. The wheels have fallen off. 
You're still we're five and four. You're, you're we're five and four. You're five. No, you're five and five. We're five and five. Yes, yeah, sorry. The sorry. only you still would get the sixth spot in the playoffs if it wasn't for losing the tiebreaker to the Ravens right now. The Ravens have a four and three conference record. You guys are three and three. You're this. You're number seven in the AFC. That's how watered down and bad the AFC is this year. And what did I? And, and you know who's nipping on your heels? The Dolphins, the Jets, the Bengals, and the Texans. Oh, and the Chargers and the Raiders. All four and six. Terrible teams. The AFC is so yeah, what bad. What happened this to year. the Raiders? We had them ranked so high. That defense is god awful. That's why they just fired their D coordinator too. They're the only defense without an interception this season. Yeah, mind-boggling. That's we'll, wow. We'll get we'll get back to that too, though. Yeah, we're not done with Denver. Bills Nation here, people. Bills Nation, Bills Mafia. Um, you know what? How, how I'm gonna, does, I'm gonna how send does a, no, no, no. You know what? Hang on, hang on, okay. hang on. I got one more what? thing I want to add here. You know what? Yeah. I think that as as a WWE fan, and yes. you're a WWE fan as well. well I am right? a card carrying, booger eating wrestling fan, sir. There you go. Thank you very much. There you go. When when you watch a match, especially like you know a, a high profile match, and it's getting it's getting gritty. Yeah. What does the crowd typically chant? This is awesome. Other than that, we want tables. Tacos? Oh. Tables. Sorry. I've been we a, want tables. I've gone to a lot of SU basketball games. I, I hear you. No, it's 70 and everyone wants tacos. But at a W, you know, like, it's it's outside the ring. you got tag teams just beating the piss out of each other. You yeah. know, what does the crowd start chanting? We want tables. You know, it gets them fired up. And it's awesome when they finally see them slide the table out and they set it up and they slam somebody through it. The crowd goes nuts, right? I got it. You guys sacrifice Nathan Peterman by putting him through a table and you get your good juju. No. Damn it. No. What I'm saying is... Crap. I thought I was got it. Bill's Mafia celebrates... Cel- I'm using that in quotes. They celebrate, apparently, by going, by putting each other through tables, right? But what are we celebrating? 18 years of no playoffs? I say no more tables because Bill's Mafia doesn't deserve tables until we go to the fucking playoffs. You're putting a ban on tables? Yes, because tables are a privilege, damn it. Sir, the Buffalo economy may crumble. Well, you know what? That's, the Buffalo that's stock a risk I'm willing crash. to take. Sell now, people. You don't deserve... What do you celebrate? Why are you going through a flaming table? The Illuminati just put a hit out on you for just killing the table market in western New York. Come at me, bro. (laughs) Ban the tables. Wow, that's a hot take. Seriously. What are we saying? No, no. Tables are a privilege. Tables are something awesome. Something that people want to look forward to. What about the underage butt funneling? That's fine. Keep it up. More butt funnels. If if you want to make a it. if you want to make a clean trade and just do more of one thing over and less of the other, then that's fine. I'm I'm okay with you know evening the scale. So that Petey Stitz is going on record saying until you guys make the playoffs, until you no make more the play no until we make the playoffs no more tables <laughs> no more tables. If we make the playoffs, go throw the tables you want. Oh man, you got it all out of your. System? I think so. I, I I'm sure there'll be more, but you want to talk about your Cowboys now? Ah, oh, you suck. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, Come on, we'll go from one embarrassing yeah, loss to another. The Zeke suspension finally kicked in, and I love people who who like aren't in the know. Like, oh, the Cowboys are trash without Zeke. You know, the Cowboys are really trash without Tyron Smith. They're starting yeah. left tackle. They're yeah, all that's pro, all world left tackle. He should be back Thursday though for it. 
That's what that's yeah. That's reports, what Jerry reports Jones, Doctor Jerry Jones, is saying on his radio show. I mean, God, the thing was that he did practice before Sunday's game, and he himself made the last minute decision not to play. Yeah, it wasn't somebody telling him, which is smart no, because they're playing three games in a span of eleven days. I exactly, believe. exactly. So you know what? He knows. Sacrifice one game for the bigger picture. Yeah. And, we and I, I can respect him, him for that. I can respect him for that. Yeah. I mean, I believe Dak got sacked a total of six times over the previous, like, five games. What was his QB rating that game? I mean, he... Oh, was... it was in the toilet. I think it was, Oof. like, 33-something. Not good. God. Not good he, at all. Did he did he surpass 100 yards passing? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't even care to bring up the stats, because I don't care. Burn the tape. I don't care. It was awful. It was bad. It was atrocious. And he's better than that. That's the problem, too. And you know, this team kills me, man, because none of the receivers get separation. They can't protect him right now. The running game was actually decent when they actually used it. But you know what absolutely kills me? The biggest problem with the Dallas Cowboys is their head coach, Jason Garrett. No, oh, you've been saying that for, for a long time now. Yeah. The guy, all he does is stand on the sidelines and just... Claps away. And he chooses gum. Claps away. Chooses gum. Chooses claps gum. Away. Claps away. The ginger is useless. So, in the Atlanta game, when we're just How getting... long has he been your coach now? Oh, God. Five years, maybe? Has it been that long already? Four or five years? Wow. Something like that. But, I mean, the guy, he makes no mid-game adjustments. No halftime adjustments. No... no. If, when your left tackle, your, your backup left tackle is getting eaten alive by the pass rush... Maybe throw a tight end over there, a running back, chip on the DN, do anything. Put another obstacle in his way. He's like, nah, you know, we've given up. He's given you guys, up five already. Speaking let's, of, you guys need to six. start you guys need to start scouting for tight end because Jason Witten is Oh, he's up there, yeah. He's on his last legs, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean you guys either this and you know what I'm saying pretty sure he definitely the, by next year you need to start scouting a tight end. I'm almost positive he leads the Cowboys in catches. Well, yeah, but when you've played for the same team for 20 years. No, I mean this season. Oh. This season. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> With Des freaking Bryant, who has, does not have one 100-yard game. Oh. That's, wow, that, that is rough. Yeah. Huh. Well. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that may not be very popular with Cowboys fans, but I think after the season, they need to cut Des Bryant. They need to save on that contract. Well, here's the challenge with that, is that if you cut Des Bryant, who becomes your number one? Now, right. before you answer that, before yes. you answer that, do you either A, you know, scout the upcoming draft class like crazy and, and just get the best possible wideout you can find in the first round or whatever your first pick ends up being, or are one of the other two guys, Terrence Williams and Bryce Butler ready to step into that number one the role. limited time butler has you know gotten snaps he's been amazing i i think you give it the butler i feel like the chemistry needs to improve a little bit more between butler and uh prescott though i mean he's, which will take time with more snaps which press or which yeah uh, but that's what i'm saying Des is i mean up. you know move butler into a number Des two that just does not work no, it hasn't. It, it didn't terrible. work all last season either. No, he only catches about maybe half his targets. I, I believe it's one of the worst. Um, but who's the worst ratings but, between a quarterback wide receiver and, duo? But whose fault is that? Is it mutual? Is it Dak or is it Des? I think it's mainly Des. He gets no I would separation. Have to, I would have to agree for None. that exact reason. I would have to agree. 
But, you know, definitely without... They need to start looking to get out. He has a potential out in his contract in 2019 where they swallow $4 million in dead cap. Oof. He's owed... Oh, God. He's owed $12.5 million in 2019. Mm. For a guy who doesn't have one 100-yard game. You're going to pay him almost a million dollars a game. Well, they, G- they need to ship out Bryant. Jerry can afford it. They need to cut him. Um, if they cut him next year, it's, they have to eat $8 million. Wow. It might be worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rather than paying him twelve point five mil. I mean, you can't deny, though, that without Zeke, I mean, your offense has taken quite a hit. I mean, Mor- oh, absolutely. Morris, Morris is doing Zeke can help he can. out with the left tackle, with the blocking. That's true. Zeke is a phenomenal That's blocker. That's yeah. why he's so important to this team. That's why he shows off his midriff. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, Look at the Mabs. Yeah, you got to show them off. But, man, I I do not feel good at all coming into this game against the Chargers on Thanksgiving. I am legitimately worried. Especially with their defense now fired up after just, you know, de- demolishing Buffalo. I mean, that was a squash game. That was, yeah. you know, that was what they and don't needed. Look now the Chargers are in the hunt. Yeah. Four and six, they're one game back of a wild card. They're two games back of the division with Kansas City struggling. Weren't they like one and five? At one point, or they one were, and four, they, I think. Yeah, they started like zero and four, I think. Yeah. They were terrible. Yeah, they were a dumpster fire, and they look now they're in the playoff hunt. As is the rest of the AFC because they're that Which, bad. They could be a dark horse too. They're dangerous because they have what most of the teams, Sands, New England, and Pittsburgh don't have. They're in the playoff hunt. They have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, they have that magic bullet. You have a franchise quarterback. You have a you know you have a a good veteran behind center. You could take out a team in the playoffs. You could upset somebody. That's true. And they got the weapons to do it. I mean, um, Keenan Allen blew up this past week. Uh, you know, what do you get? Two two touchdowns and I think 180 yards or something crazy like that. Um, Hunter Henry is a great young tight end who's very overlooked, um, you know, in the tight end discussion. But I, I think he's outstanding and... I think that he'll be a, a good replacement for when uh, Antonio Gates finally hangs up the pads. Uh, their running game is outstanding. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon um, is a beast. And then, um, oh, I'm slipping on his name. I love the way Philip Rivers plays, not, too. Because uh, Rivers is one of those few quarterbacks who can go out there, throw a couple picks, and it's like he's got amnesia. He's just like, screw it. I don't care. He's like screaming at the players on the sidelines, yeah. screaming at the coaches. Yeah. He's just going to go back out there and sling it. Yeah. Well, I mean. He's mentally tough. I love that. He's got God on his side. What do you want? <laughs> and his six kids. Six? I thought it was like 11. I thought he was starting a softball team. Yeah, well. Uh, now, not to say that that works for everybody because uh, taking another personal shot. Peterman is Peterman. Uh, quite, you know, the God... Uh, the God boy as well, but uh, yeah, God was not answering the phone on that one. <laughs> yeah, God was busy. God was looking at his cell phone, and he's like, son of a bitch, it's Peterman again. <laughs> and just hitting the ignore button. Oh, he sent him the voicemail. He sent him the voicemail. But the God thing sent is, me the voicemail. But the thing is, God gets so many you know calls that people that he doesn't really want to talk to, that when Peterman finally got there, it was full. So he was, he couldn't God was too message. busy watching his Patriots in Mexico. Ooh. Nah, you know, I could see God being like a. And where are he all would those be people? Like, he'd be like are... a Lions fan. I don't know why. I just I feel like God would be a Lions fan. Where are all those people that were questioning the Patriots too early in the year? Because don't look now, but uh, 
They're the class of the NFL. Oh, they're the ones that they're are fire. They're the ones that are uh, re-knitting their jerseys that they were ripping up after week one. Yeah. You know, they're 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 busy taking crochet classes. They so look phenomenal. They can, you know, I believe it, like their last four or five games, the defense has given up twenty points or less. Yeah, the defense has come around. I mean, like it's the third best defense over the last five weeks. Yeah, and they were ranked dead last after week five. Yeah, you know, people were joke. Yeah, it, it was a joke. It was like, oh, we're playing the Patriots defense. This will be easy. And and now, yep. In September, the career winning percentage for Brady and Belichick as a duo in September is sixty six percent. Come October, it goes up to seventy one. November to sever, it's about seventy seven percent. They peak at the right time. Yeah. Whereas you take the inverse of that, Kansas City. Kansas City peaked early. Alex Smith looked like MVP candidate, and the ship is sinking. All right. Can they I... play their best football when it counts the most. Guess what? Too five of their last six games are in division games. Miami, Buffalo. Yep. Uh, did they already play the Jets? Story? No, they got to play the Jets again. Mm-hmm. And then they have a big matchup with Pittsburgh, which will probably. Determine AFC home field. Isn't that the Christmas Day? Uh, no, Pittsburgh plays uh, Houston Christmas Day because the Watt brothers were going to go at it, but now that JJ's on the shelf, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but that team looks scary again. Speaking of the Chiefs, though, I want to I want to get into this, and I kind of yep. alluded to it earlier. The but chefs. Why the hell is Andy Reid not giving Kareem Hunt the ball? Why does Kareem Hunt? In the last game against the Giants, at one and nine or one and eight, whatever the hell they were, such an ugly loss. Well, they're two and Why? eight, now, so they were one and eight. Yeah. Okay, they were one and eight. You scored nine points against the Giants. Yes, and by halftime, guess how many times Kareem Hunt had the ball by the half? By the half? Yes. Four. Eight. Was, but still, still, yeah. Eight carries, especially in the when first Alex half? Smith has been struggling mightily the last like. Four or five weeks. They've lost where, four where or else five. Is the, where else is the ball going to? I mean, on average, an offense gets what? Five drives? You got them running their stupid trick plays where, what was it? Kelsey threw a pass oh my and got God. intercepted? I mean, after that failed... You know you don't trust your quarterback when you're running stupid trick plays like that. Absolutely. And it already failed once when they tried doing it with uh, Tariq uh, Hill. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, is that his, yeah, Tyreek yeah, Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. You know, he threw the interception on, on the same... It was the exact same play. But this time, they're like, oh, well, let's give it to Kelsey. You know, give it to the white man to throw. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the rationale no was there. Sense, but man. I mean, but, you know, Kareem Hunt's just kind of off to the side going, hey, guys, I'm, I'm still playing. I'm still on the team, yeah. right? He's just waving, yeah. you know, like... The guy who took, took the Hill, over. Tyreek Hill lined up in the backfield. On plays, was Hunt wasn't injured. He wasn't winded from a seventy-yard, you know, scramble from the previous play. He was fine. He's just he's on the side. Just hey guys, it's insane. Just want to let you know I'm still here. They went from being potentially the number one seed. Are you kidding to me? Maybe getting caught by the Chargers. They were the last team to be defeated yep. this season. And the thing is, Hunt hasn't done anything to deserve less. Less reps to deserve less less touches. He had one fumble the very first game of the year, something he never did at Toledo. All of the announcers made us aware of that. <laughs> yeah. And and he made up for it by scoring, I don't know, four touchdowns and getting a safety and getting an interception and, you know, punching out 
Tom Brady at some. I don't know what he did, yeah. but anyway, how he much made is, up for it. How much does Casey miss Eric Berry too? Oh yeah, lost in Week One. They're oh, the yeah. 28th ranked defense. But still, but you know what? At the same time, they lost Eric Berry in Week One. They still went four games. Yeah. Without him winning, so well, they were doing the, something that's right. Why the offense was clicking. Offense isn't clicking. Well, anymore. but again, that's what it brings me back to. And why the hell isn't Kareem Hunt getting more touches? Hey, you're preaching the choir, man. What has I'm he done? Big, I'm what a did big he do? Fan did he of like, giving your best athlete the like, ball? Did Andy Reid overhear Kareem Hunt like call his wife fat or something? I mean, I could see that happening. Like Kareem Hunt's just in the locker room, like, hey, just get a load of coach's wife. Like, man, what a whale. Is Andy Reid's wife fat? I don't know. I just well, no, just because I got a visual of those two having sex. Because Andy Reid is a rather large fella. Yes, he is. And that's basically like two waterbeds going at it. Ooh, what if it was on a waterbed? It'd be like oh. a tidal wave. <laughs> If Andy Reid and his wife are banging on a waterbed, that's Hurricane Katrina. That's the result. That's awful. I mean, you, FEMA can't Jesus. even clean up that mess. Oof. Oof. God damn it. But anyway, like, I, I really would like to know what Kareem Hunt did or said that just put him in this position of lack of, of touches and targets. I don't get it. I like how initially you were like, oh, to that joke, but then you laughed. And I'm like, oh, what, too soon? No, Katrina was like 12 years ago. Yeah, Plenty of time. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, Perfectly we're fine to make Katrina jokes. We're you good. know, I, I mean, it took 22.3 years for AIDS to be funny, but Katrina's <laughs> fine. Hey, Magic Johnson made AIDS hilarious. Anyway. And South Park. What, uh. <laughs> there he is over there beating that dead horse. <laughs> Oh, man. So, you know, uh, since we're already talking about the AFC West, the uh, apparent dumpster fire that's become, um, so the Broncos fired their offensive coordinator. I the, saw that. The Raiders fired their defensive coordinator. <laughs> they play each other this week, and finally Paxton Lynch is getting the start for the Broncos. Because <laughs> Osweiler is not getting it done, obviously. This is going to be worse. Like, and they're would, two games out of the playoffs. I would rather, I would rather just... Instead of watching this game, I would rather watch, like, the Budweiser versus Bud Light, like, beer bottles with the helmets on just going at it. And, I miss like, those. On, like, one of those vibrating football fields where they just slowly move the ball. You know I would what? rather watch that thing than this game. I gotta give a shout-out to my brother-in-law, DJ, because he reminded me of one of the greatest beer commercials of all time um, a couple weeks ago. Remember the Real Man of Genius? Yes. Real Man of Genius. Yep. Yep. We salute you, car nose picker guy. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. Bring them no, back. No, the best the best beer commercial was uh, from Miller Lite. It was like 15 seconds long. And it was a guy, he was up in like the Highland Mountains or something like that. And he's walking towards the camera and he's whistling. And he's wearing like one of those like, you know, coonskin, foxskin, you know, headpieces, whatever. Yeah. And he walks past the camera as he whistles, and then walks back in front of the camera, and he goes, When I told the folks that I was going to Octomaki, they said, Wear the fox hat. <laughs> and then that's it. That's the whole commercial. And it's just like, drink Miller Lite. I left my ass off. <laughs> I feel like that's a visual one. Because <laughs> he's wearing a fox hat. Sure. He told the folks he was going to Octomaki. They said, Wear the fox hat. Alright then, well, I'm moving on. Shut up, it's play on words. <laughs> YouTube it, it's got 20 million hits. Oh, okay, I will, I'll be sure. 
you want to talk about some teams that are actually good? Because we're covering a lot of suck. Yeah, but it's so much fun. It is fun. It's it not is. really fun talking about teams doing well. Because they know they're doing well. Because <laughs> they're not our teams. Exactly. If our teams are doing well, we would shut up about it. That's why bullies in high school don't make fun of cool kids. It's not fun. Yeah. Like, there's, I mean, what, what's there to, you know... Green Bay got shut out by Baltimore. 23 nothing. The Humley era is just full steam ahead. That's... There's still talk that Rodgers might come back this year. No, he won't. Just stop. Just he's Shut not he's down. not coming back. There's no reason for him to come back. You guys are not going to make the playoffs. 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 Um, Especially too. I mean, if it was in the watered down AFC, that I could understand. But in the NFC, like, no. Not when you're you're in a division with Minnesota, who is what now eight, uh, and, two. eight and two looks phenomenal. Yeah, and you got I Detroit am, in the same division. And They're I'm looking good for that matchup on Thanksgiving Day. That's that a is going to be good. Game. That is going to be really Lions. good. Yeah. And I get to uh, I get to have one o'clock dinner at my father's house, who is a Vikings fan. Ah, so that will be entertaining. Because it seems every time they have a big game, and I end up watching with my dad, they lose. <laughs> Going back to like Blair Walsh in the playoffs. Actually, who uh, again? Screw oh up. God, Blair freaking Walsh! How does uh, this guy still have a job? I don't know. You're a kicker, bro. You have one job. I he missed I went that back thing by I, like I, seven I, yards. I no, it was closer than that. It was close. It it just it. It, it was straight. It was on, like but it, it was it was a fifty. It was a fifty. No, it was a fifty-two yard uh, field goal attempt, and he kicked fifty of those yards. It it, it came within. Well, he used a five iron like, when he should use a driver. No, I mean it came within like six feet. It came within. It dropped like. It, watch it again. It was. It was. It was probably. But he missed less a twenty-six yard early in the no, game. No, I understand. Blair Walsh sucks. I have no sympathy for but him. But I, I, I understand. I, Blair Walsh sucks. Yes, I, I'm not denying that he sucks. I'm just saying, like it was. It was that close, and I and literally, like you could go back when you watch the slow mo replay, and you know they show the sidelines and everything, the reaction. Like you could literally pinpoint frame by frame the moment Pete Carroll's heart rips in half. <laughs> Like, it's just, you know, he's like, smile, 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 oh, and it just tears. Like, it just, just completely, it was, it was like he gave, you know, his beloved a valentine and she just, you know, pissed on it. You know what you need to do? Because you, you've got a newborn, right? Last I checked, yes. Yes. So, you know, she's a good, let's say, 14, 15 years away from playing, like, high school sports. By the time we get to that age in this country there's probably going to be a female NFL player. Probably a kicker. Dude, there's so few clutch quality kickers. You need to get that little one out in the backyard and have her kicking little <laughs> inflatable footballs now. Hey, the way she kicks her legs, honestly, she's... Dude, get it going. Yeah, she, well, she... You could be the father of a millionaire. Making some good uh, some good progress with it now. She's, 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 turning, she's it. turning over now on her own, which is crazy. Oh, hey oh. I know. Crawling soon. Eventually, she'll be turning over on stage at Paradise Bound. Seventeen more years. Every time. Every time. Okay. All, like, Located like, in the corner of Erie Boulevard and Thompson Road in Syracuse, no, New York. See, here's why I take a personal shot at it. Because when I think of strippers and hookers and you know whatever, the first thing you know, porn stars. The first thing that comes to my mind is daddy issue, daddy issue, daddy issue. So you immediately thinking that my daughter is going to be dancing at Paradise Found makes me sound like a piece of shit dad, and I take personal <laughs> offense to that, because I don't think I'm a piece of shit dad. I fully intend on being in my daughter's life, being a part of it, being, you know, an advocate for things that she wants to do. Not dancing on a pole, by the way, but, you know, like, fuck off, man, I'm a good dad. <laughs> oh, God. 
talking sports now. You're a good dad. Kudos I try. Yeah, so... Uh... And, and shout out to my wife, because my wife... I mean, like, for every, you know, 20% that I do, she does 200%. So, Aww. Uh, definitely a shout out to her. I am not going to, you know... So, yeah, just throwing that one out there, because I don't Aww. want her listening to this going, wait a minute, you know? <laughs> yeah, big shout out to her. I mean, I, Absolutely. I, I witnessed firsthand Pete try to breastfeed one day, and it, it terrible results. Uh, hairballs and just... Uh, oh, God, yeah. bad. Yeah, that kid's going to need therapy. <laughs> yeah, speaking of therapy, real quick as an aside. <laughs> so, uh... My, this, this this podcast has gone in, like... This, this is what is makes like, it fun. This is like a spider web of a podcast. Oh, who cares? just not followed any... I just want to entertain the peeps. Oh, my God. So, uh, my mother came over for the last couple of weeks. And, oh, what a treat she is. Uh, she's awesome. Um, so, uh... You know what scared me is that my girlfriend was over as well, and they hit it off immediately. Like, they bonded so well, which terrifies me. So, my mom brought her little mini, what was that thing, a Yorkie? A little seven-pound dog? It was, it was a sweater on, fit in a purse. It was a rat with a dog's nose. Yeah, it was a furry rat. Yeah, even my dogs didn't know what the hell to think of it. I got pimples. Oh, like, what the man. hell is this thing? I don't, even, I don't even, understand. Even Claire was looking at the thing like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, so she's got the little dog. And Mom, she, why is the broom moving? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I brought on the flight with me. It's got its little therapy vest. And I'm like, therapy vest? She's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's it's it qualifies as a therapy dog. I'm like, all right, first off, who taught you how to use a computer? What website did you go on to just fill out some stupid five-minute questionnaire to make this little seven-pound dog a therapy animal? What therapy do you need? She's like, well, you know, I get anxious on air, airlines, and, you know, I just need to calm down. I'm like, really, Ma? Really? That's your excuse? You just need to calm down? You get anxious? I get anxious on planes, too. You know what helps soothe me at night? Porn! If you could bring a stupid little chihuahua-looking seven-pound dog on an airline and give it a stupid little vest because it relaxes you, I should be allowed to look at porn while I'm on a flight. I need my therapy porn. Therapy dog versus therapy porn. It calms me, it relaxes me, helps soothe me. Why can't I have that? Why is that not socially acceptable? But you can bring a goddamn little little mutt on a flight with you. I think, uh... And no no offense to people who actually need it. I believe they serve a great purpose. Oh, yeah. But I know my mom. She doesn't need a goddamn therapy animal. She's a swift kick in the ass. Well, and and, and here's the... I, I agree, uh... And what's even worse, if you, you know, heard ther- about some porn, of the stuff they I bring just... on flights now, therapy chickens... One lady tried to bring a therapy goat on an airline. A therapy goat? Yes, a therapy goat. Or no, excuse me, it wasn't a goat, it was a donkey. Therapy donkey. Therapy donkey. Yes. A therapy jackass. Yes. Some might say I'm their therapy jackass. Alright, getting back to the whole therapy porn thing, because I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, see? Um, Good idea, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't object provided, like, you don't, you know, pull out... Think about it in every aspect of life. So you're driving home on Genesee Street. It's 5 o'clock traffic. It's just slammed to the gills, bumper to bumper. People are cutting you off. If you could just stop for like a good, you know, two-minute break, just pump one out quick. Just think of that feeling you get after you finish. You're you're calm. You're relaxed. Nothing in the world can bother you. You're a little bit sleepy, which may be dangerous behind the wheel. But still, you know, pop a little energy drink, a little caffeine in your system. You're good to go. Grab your dick and double click. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. We went there. Okay. (laughs) But therapy porn. I'm. 
I need to talk to my local congressman. I need to make this a thing. This John needs to be Kacko. my bill. John Katko. There John we go. John Katko. Johnny Katko. You're going to be hearing from Tony. All right. Therapy porn. Listen. Um... Let's 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 wrap let's wrap up. Let's talk. Let's. Let's pick pick one more team. Actually, no. No, what? I, I want to wrap up by, by playing a, a little game here, and I, I took this from uh, the radio show that I listened to. Um, oh, good. We're just rehashing other hacks bits. Perfect. No, no, because I mean we can we can make this. Better. All right. And so basically, the the uh, the game that they were playing was people having people call in and uh, say something unfortunate that happened to them during the week. And then, admit, was it a mistake, mm-hmm. or was it a McDermott? <laughs> so, what was the most unfortunate thing that happened to you this week, and was it a mistake that you can look past, or was it a McDermott? And be uh, honest. Oh, okay. I was, uh, where was I? I was out in Albany for work. Uh-huh. And I managed to pour uh, diesel fuel all over my right leg while filling the tank. Because I decided my infinite wisdom, like, oh, I can, you know, they had the the handles, the automatic pumps where you can just set it and just stick it in and let it go. Yeah. Well, on uh, on large tanker trucks, you know, they don't always, they don't lock in like in a motor vehicle. Like, it just kind of sits on there. Mm-hmm. So my infinite wisdom, I'm always in a rush. I'm always speeding. Like, when I'm at work, I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm, I'm a two-minute no-huddle offense. Let's go, go, go. More snaps, more snaps. Let's go. Let's rush. Let's right. hurry. Right. Always trying to multitask. So uh, I jumped up in the truck, tried to grab some paperwork to do it quick while the pump is, is going, mm-hmm. and I managed to kick the hose on my way up the steps and just soak my entire right pant leg. If you, if you go upstairs and smell my work boots, they still smell like diesel. I've got a pair of pants in the tub there soaking, trying to get the goddamn smell out. So, uh, that was McDermott. I'd have to say that was a McDermott. Yes. What do you got for me? Um, I have a particular coworker, and I won't name names, um, that is just Lucy. incredibly incompetent. Mary. Incredibly incompetent. Yeah. To the point where George. it's it's painful to tell this person how to do something because you have to tell literally every single step. It's like oh, it's, it's one of those. It, people it's you can't one of those to. No, I mean yeah. it is it is one of those people that like like the side of a macaroni and cheese box. You've got step one, do this. Step two, do that. Step three, do that. Like it's beyond that. Okay. You have to Quick have aside, those stuff. Macaroni yeah. dish, underrated side for Thanksgiving dinner. Very underrated. I don't think it's underrated at all. I think it's amazing. I'm I, totally I, for it. Oh, yeah. Same here. I, but anyway, don't like it, but so yeah. it got to a point where I just got so frustrated that I said, you know what? Screw it. Don't worry about it. I'll just do it myself. And in doing so, created about two hours of <laughs> Fuck extra it. I'll ride it and we'll do it live. And created about. Two hours of extra work for me at work that I just completely did not have time for. Isn't that awesome? And I thought to myself, I think this person just pulled a fast one on me. This person thought to themselves, if I act dumb enough, long enough, Pete will just get frustrated enough to the point where he'll just do it for me. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I get that move, though. That's a power move. People think that I'm just some meathead idiot. I'm the dude who got a 1240 in his SATs. I'm the guy who used to get hundreds on his math finals. Just ace that shit. Yeah. I act stupid because then you expect less of me. <laughs> you ask me to do less shit. 
making my life more copacetic. So I even use the word copacetic. My, so my 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 decision to let this person off the hook and just do you know do it myself was my McDermott. Yep, that was a McDermott. It wasn't a mistake. It was not a mistake at all. That was a McDermott. Yeah. So can't argue with that. On a complete, uh, utter, uber side note, by the way, I just want to mention that the uh, Simpsons episode, Mr. Plow. Yes. Famous episode. Oh, yeah. I remember Mr. Plow. Yeah. Great jingle, too. Call Mr. Plow. That's yeah. my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Well, that episode... I wish a woman would call me Mr. Plow just once in my life. That episode turned 25 years old this past weekend. Holy crap. 92? 92. I it remember aired, like it was yes. I remember it was new. It aired November nineteenth, nineteen ninety two. Sir, we are getting old. Our Tell receding hairlines are are showing big time. You are not kidding. We're gonna be team bald over here in a second. Oh. This will be under the bald heads podcast. <laughs> All right, so we're getting toward the end. Let's do a quick rundown of the games and uh, you know get our favorites who we think are gonna win. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um. You, you know what? Uh, Tell you what. You well, we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll we can alternate. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with uh, that. Read me off the first game because I am not gonna pick my own team. It's unfair. <laughs> okay. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. You know what? The Lions have won five straight Thanksgiving games. That's but, impressive. Yeah. Wait. Uh, by the way, do you want me to read it off with the spreads? If you have the spread, absolutely. Sure. Uh, if you give me Why just not? one, I'm sure there's some degenerate gamblers that may stumble upon this podcast. One, one moment. Yeah, one no moment. Why not? Yeah, let's um, give the line. Why not? All right. Screw it. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. Uh, Wait. Let me try to see if I can guess it quick. Uh, okay. Lions negative two. No. Vikings negative three. Oh. Vikings are favored by three. I'm going to take the Vikings on the over because, hmm. or think, no, I'm sorry, think, not the over. I'm going to take the Vikings. God, this shows how bad of a better I am. I'm going to take the Vikings and give the points. Okay. So. I do not trust Matthew Stafford against a winning squad. His record is terrible. And his record in primetime games or national television games, which this is, God awful. I don't know. Atrocious. I remember. I think it's like five and twenty-five. I remember like two years ago, he just lit up the field on that Thanksgiving Day game. I forget who they played, but probably I mean, nobody. Stafford good. went nuts. Yeah, I mean, and they're the Lions are used to playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that, that says yeah. a lot. On a short week, they know it's coming. They're used to it every year. Yeah, but I just I don't trust them. So bikes. All right, uh, Chargers uh, at Dallas, the next Thanksgiving Day game. Yep. Um, uh, we have. Uh, negative three. No, the Chargers negative one. Oh, Chargers are actually favored in this game by one. You know what? I'd be interested to see how much that line moves if Tyron Smith starts, because I think that's all part. Yeah, I mean this is this is a Tuesday line. These are going to be the most generic lines ever. I mean they're definitely going to move, but as of right now, um, you know what I. I think the Chargers, you know, they're on a they're on a high note. They just beat the piss out of the Bills. Um, but you know, Arlington is a tough place to play. Uh, I think short the, team, West Coast traveling. That too. I mean, I know it's only to uh, yeah, it's only to Texas. It's not that far. Uh, but I I think I think Dallas is playing with a chip on their shoulder. I think they're gonna they're gonna be hungry for this they one. They better have a goddamn home. chip on their shoulder. I I think Dallas finds a way to pull it out on this one. So I'm gonna take Dallas. 
And and actually, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take Detroit on that Minnesota game. By the way, I'm gonna take Dallas just for the sheer fact that the Cowboys have Homer. to stay in the hunt until the very end, so they can just break my heart. Homer, much like the Bills <laughs> break yours, the Cowboys always find a way to break mine. Yeah. We gotta play at Philly Week 17. That'll be what was it five six years ago where Romo and the boys went into Philly with a chance to win the division and they lost by like forty. You know what sucks is that we'll a majority of fantasy leagues don't play week seventeen. Their their championship is usually the week sixteen, yeah. and that game is going to put up points. That kind of I mean it's just unfortunate, mm-hmm. but depending, um, I mean Philly wraps stuff up, which they most likely won't. Yeah, but they'll have Zeke. They'll have heels. Zeke back. Hopefully, uh, Smith will be. You know, he'll be fine by then as well. It could be it could end up being a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, all right, we got Giants at, at Washington. The, the red hot Giants. The what they want? Two of three? <laughs> Two of four? <laughs> who knows? Who cares? God, they're terrible. Uh the skins are favored by seven and a half. Oh I'm I'm taking the Giants and the points. Yeah, I would say so, too. It's a division game. Yeah. The Redskins play to their competition. They get up for good teams. They almost beat the Saints. They won in Seattle. I mean, they the, beat skins the, Rams. Are, the skins of Norman, he's he's slowly getting back to his usual self. Um, they lost Terrell Pryor for the year. He went on IR. They lost Thompson They lost Terrell the Pryor at the beginning of the season. <laughs> they lost, they lost Terrell Pryor before they acquired Terrell Pryor. <laughs> Terrell Pryor hasn't done jack shit since Cleveland. Yeah, and true. even in Cleveland, he didn't do jack shit. So yeah. he's done jack shit since college. I don't even know what he played for. All right, next game: Bills um, at the Casey Chefs, which you covered a little bit. What is the line? Uh, Got to be Chiefs line... negative four. <laughs> negative four? Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs negative ten, my friend. <laughs> yeah, ten. Chiefs are favored by ten according I'm, to this line. I'm taking the Bills and the points. That's a lot. Negative a lot ten of... for a team that has struggled mightily. All right. Granted, they probably put these lines out thinking that Peter Moon was going to start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, since right. there hasn't been an official press conference, Peterman. you know, like Peterman. Peterman. Eastern folks, Wednesday morning. You want to talk about Peterman? He hasn't even won a game. <laughs> uh, Titans, Colts. Uh, Titans Colts. Let me find it real quick on here Garbage for the spread. Game. We have Titans. Uh, Titans by three and a half. Titans favored by three and a half. I take the Colts on this one. I don't know why. I think the Colts. Uh, yeah, Colts. And the battle of Ohio Browns Bengals. Jeez, <laughs> battle of worst Ohio. game of the week. Uh, no, who cares? Skip it. Cleveland. Bucks yeah, Falcons. Cleveland. Uh, Falcons are running a pretty... They're, they're finally starting to click. I'm going to go Falcons. They should have uh, Devontae Freeman back. I'm going to go Bucks just because I don't trust the Falcons. Especially at home. In the butthole stadium. Yeah. Um, how about Miami at New England? Uh, if you can guess the spread on this one. Wow. Patriots, 17 and a half. Very close, 16 and a half. Oh, look you at were, me. You were finally. close, yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Pats and I'm taking the... I'm giving the points. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All day. Dolphins uh, cannot keep up with that score. All right, Chicago at Philadelphia again. Take a guess at this point spread. Chicago at Philadelphia. Ooh, Chicago, somewhat decent defense. Doesn't have an offense to keep up. Eagles are on fire. I'm going to go Eagles, negative 14. Negative 13 and a half. Hey! I'll give it to you, hey, man. Jeez. Colin Coward over here. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm gonna take the points with the Bears. I think I, I think the Bears flat out beat the Eagles. 
upset of the week. You know what? I Dude, I think. What have we learned this year? I don't think they beat them. I think it's going to be like the Detroit game where where Detroit snuck out. And, you know, they got the three point victory. I think that 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 could happen again. I'm I just, upset. I just think, People can call me eagle hater all they want. One thing we know for sure in the NFL, when everyone is so sure of something, when a team is flying so high, won eight straight, everybody's 100% convinced. All the talking heads are going to pick the Eagles. You're going to see it flash across the screen. Eagle, 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 Eagle. The Bears win. Possibly. Take a guess on that cleveland Cincy spread, by the way, just because I have it in front of me. Uh, it is in Cincy. Yeah. Browns are terrible. I'm going to say Bengals negative six. Negative eight. Not too bad. Not too far off. Um, Oh, and by the way, Tampa at Atlanta. Again, take a spread guess. Falcons, negative six. Negative ten. You're losing it, buddy. (laughs) All right, moving on. Panthers at the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Panthers are favored by five in this one. I'm going to go Panthers. I just, I I think, I don't trust the Jets. I'm going to go Panthers, but the Jets cover. So you're going to go Jets. Panthers win the game, but the Jets cover, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right. Um, Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle is Seattle favored by day. seven. Seattle needs this win bad to yeah, stay they in do. the playoff hunt. Yeah, they do. They just they got embarrassed at home. Well, yeah, I guess you could say embarrassed by Atlanta at home. Anytime they give up that many points with a suffering legion of boom. This should be a really good game, by the way. New Orleans at... Uh, the Rams game of the week. Yes, yeah. I don't even. I I'm not even caring so much about the spread. I want to know what the over under is because that's gonna be a crap ton of points. Take a guess. I got it right here. I'm gonna go 58, 53 and a half. Ooh, I'm going over all day. 53 all and a half. Day out in LA, nice weather. Yeah, I gotta chuck it. Holy crap! <laughs> the Denver at Oakland game. The over under is 43.5. Are you kidding me? Ouch. Going under all day. Under all the way on that all one, yeah. Day. Jags cards. Jags are going to destroy the Jags Cardinals. are absolutely. The defense alone. Yeah. Uh, they're only favored by five, though. Yeah, they're on the road. Makes sense. Yeah. West Coast. Uh, Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Take a guess at what Pittsburgh is. God, that's the Sunday uh, night game. Why isn't yeah. that flexed out? I don't know. How is Saints-Rams not in that Sunday night game? The Rams, the Rams deserve a Sunday night game. Yeah, NFL. Still, there's still time. Real quick. There's still time. They can Roger out. Goodell, you're so worried about Ezekiel Elliott and Tom Brady and all this other stupid crap, and now you're in a, a war with Jerry Jones. How about we fix the flex schedule? Packer, this is going to be a blowout. Steelers are going to crush the Packers. <laughs> This with Brett Hundley. Dude, the Monday night game is the Texans-Ravens? Yeah. Dude, flex Monday night, too. I don't care. Flex the, it. Flex it all. The Steelers' money line odds are... This is bullshit. I'm not watching primetime anymore. The Steelers' money line odds are 1,069 to 1. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fix your league. Flex everything. Um, Steelers are favored by 14. Oh! Yep. Give them the points. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steelers, and then I'm going to go Baltimore at home against Houston. Baltimore's favored by seven. I'm going to take Baltimore and the points on this one. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the points, but Ravens win. No, yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, you got anything else for the peeps before we head out? No, I've, I've done my ranting and raving for today. Give these people a break from my voice. Awesome. Um, you know what I'm thankful for? Football. And food. Not this season, I'm not. (laughs) 
You know what? Thanksgiving has leapfrogged Christmas as my favorite holiday. How can you not love a day where it's just a triple header of footballs on and you get to eat yourself stupid? I agree. Which reminds me, I got to make sure that my uh, my brand new Under Armour sweatpants that I bought, the stretchy <laughs> kind, are uh, clean and ready to go. What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Stuffing, man. Yeah, you can't go stuffing wrong with that. My mom some makes stuffing. this phenomenal stuffing. It may sound random, but my uh, family often makes some uh, pretty decent pasta, too. That's not random. I've seen that. I I think they do it because my sister is uh, vegetarian. Oh, okay. Which pasta is vegetarian? Yeah. Sure. I've got a sister that's vegetarian. I have a girlfriend that's gluten-free. And I'm just over here like, give me a goddamn burger with a heavy bun. I was going to say, I I thought you were going to say, you know... She's gluten-free, she's vegetarian, and you're on your juice fast again or some shit. Like, you had to liquefy the turkey or something. I juice during the week. Monday to Wednesday, Monday to Thursday sometimes. It's kept me in phenomenal shape. I am at a slim, trim fighting weight of 222. Yeah. Good sir. I'm in shape. Rounds of shape. Yeah. I'll get your ass to the gym, don't worry. (laughs) All right, folks. As always, it's the Under the Hoodies podcast. Thank you for listening. I am Tony DeNicola. You can hit me up on Twitter at TonyCuse44. That is Petey Stitz. You can hit him up on the Twitter at Petey Stitz. P-E-T-E-Y-S-T-I-T-Z. Hey, since I started doing this podcast, you know, eight yeah. weeks ago, I've gotten four new followers. So, props. All right. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. Like I've told you before, <laughs> give me your sign-on info, and I'll get you over a 1,000 in a weekend. That's all I don't I know if I want that many. Yes, you do. It's fun. Right. It's, it's fun interacting with everyone. Okay. Uh, find us at Under the Hoodies, the show page, Under the Hoodies podcast on Facebook, which I need to give you the sign on because we need to do more stuff with that. All right. Well, once again, like Tony Schiavone on WCW Monday Nitro, we're out of time. We'll see you all next week. Yeah.